Hello everybody, I am your host Mewing Llama and welcome to the pilot episode of the Full Tilt Podcast. Finally, we're here. I'm excited and we've got a lot to talk about. So let's start off by talking about a little bit with what this podcast is going to be about. Some things that you can expect from it. Um, I'm sure, you know, it'll deviate. Things will change from time to time. I have no doubt about that. But I didn't want to restrict myself to just video games. I wanted to be able to talk about and branch out to more topics, I guess. Just I didn't want to be restricted to just one specific thing, you know, because I mean, sometimes that can get a little stale, a little boring. But I also don't want to be a podcast that just talks about literally everything. I do want there to be a little bit of, uh, I don't even know what the word is that I'm looking for here. I, I don't want to be like restricted to one thing, but I do want to be restricted to a set of things. So with that being said, one of the main focuses that we're going to talk about is going to be gaming, obviously. For those of you that already know who I am, you know, Mewing Llama, the screen name, of course, Dallas, for the people that have been around for a while, you know that that's my name. Um, One of the things that I'm built up on is video games, right? I've been doing it my whole life. So that will probably be the main topic of a majority of these podcasts. And Another one will probably be sports. We'll probably do a little bit of, you know, sports talk. And I know that's not everybody's, you know, forte, you know, even with gamers, even though there are sports games, uh, that's kind of its own niche group, which is interesting to me. We'll get we'll get to that later on, though. Uh, But those I feel like are going to be the main two things that I'm going to talk about. I myself am an absolute music lover of all types of music so don't be surprised if you hear me talking a little bit about music from time to time and uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I think those are gonna be kinda like the main three things maybe some general movies and TV shows you know depending on who we have on the show and all that stuff but generally those will probably be the four things that we stick to so with that being said First thing I want to go ahead and jump on into today is one of the biggest games, one of the biggest anticipated games out there right now, and that is going to be Skate 4, right? Just about a week ago from recording this, just about a week ago, we had the official gameplay review for Skate 4, right? That's a big deal. That means that there's progress that has been made on the game. That means that they're 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 getting there. They're taking steps forward. Now, I don't think that there's any specific release date or anything like that that's going on with the game, but I mean, at least we have something to go off of, right? Skate 3 came out in what like 2010 or something like that. I loved Skate 3. I was a big fan of it. Played it like crazy. Um, it was one of the games that I played uh, in my early days of online gaming. Because I, I was I was kind of late to the whole online gaming thing, uh, to be honest. But Skate 3 was one of the ones that I played. And I had it on the PlayStation 3, even though I was mainly an Xbox gamer during that era, at least. Uh, but from what I saw of Skate 4... There are some new things. It seems like that they're kind of focusing on 
kind of the whole community aspect of things, which is, in my opinion, a good thing, right? This is gonna segue perfectly for me. <laughs> I can I can already tell, but they they kind of have the whole like building of things, and they they showcased a couple of weird like um like almost like a plinko thing. If you know that, that's the game that's like got the bunch of pegs in the board, and you drop like the little um almost like a hockey puck down it and it bounces and it lands in a thing at the bottom right well they they showed something like that but it was with obviously the skaters so their whole idea of allowing community creations i think is a huge thing for that game because you're gonna have the map obviously of the the game that you can go around and skate in but then you're also gonna have basically an infinite amount of creations which is something that they did in skate 3 i remember one of the biggest community creations for me that i played on was the fantasy factory somebody made the fantasy factory now obviously some of these weren't the best because you know you were really restricted with what you could use on that but it didn't stop people from making some pretty cool things, right? So the Fantasy Factory was a very large-scale Fantasy Factory. It wasn't scaled to, like, character sizes and all that. So it was a little weird. But, I mean, it worked, and it was cool to kind of just run around and all that. And that's another thing that I noticed that they were bringing back is the ability to kind of traverse the environment, the run around. Uh, they had a clip in there of somebody jumping from, like, a roof to roof. Uh, there was another one of a group of people running through like a large group of people so it makes me wonder if the free roam is going to be more tailored to like a party system rather than it just being an open multiplayer thing that would be really cool i would love to be able to just go around and skate with the homies that would be really cool although i know that i'm kind of like in my friend group at least i was the I was like the skater guy, right? I don't know that very many other people did much. They may have had a skateboard. I don't know. I'd have to ask them. But that's a conversation for another time. But anyway, uh, they also had a very interesting one where this, this character was like swinging from monkey bars. And I don't mean just hanging off of a monkey bar and swinging like side to side. Like they were actually jumping with their arms from bar to bar. So that you know kind of makes me question a little bit like this is a new gameplay mechanic like what's going on with that you know so i'm interested to see where i don't know maybe it's for scaling environment i don't know i'm interested to see where it goes but with that being said uh, a couple other points that i noticed in the game is i recognize some older animations from skate 3 which i mean is that's not necessarily a bad thing that they're reusing assets because uh, if it works it works right now, you can get a little overboard, in my opinion, as a developer, uh, overusing certain assets, right? But there's nothing wrong with reusing some stuff because, like I said, if it works, it works. So, um, I would assume that they're going to bring back the Legendary Hall of Meat. I did see that they had, you know, the wipeout physics and stuff like that. And it's the animations and everything seemed pretty solid. I, I will say one thing I noticed is that when you were skating in skate 3 the animations for like your board tricks your flip tricks and stuff like that was very exaggerated you could pop really high all the time very easily and stuff like that and if you know anything about skateboarding you're not going to get those big pops all the time like if you're just doing an ollie or a kick flip or like a laser flip or a tray flip or whatever the more complicated, the harder it is to get that, like, really high vertical pop. But in Skate 3, you could pretty much 
you know, you could hit like an eight foot pop no matter what. And it seemed like it was, you know, a little toned down, which I think is a good thing for people that really like that sim feel, that realism feel. But it'll be less enjoyable for people of the more arcade style. But I think it's still kind of in between. It's not quite like you're playing uh, the game Session, which that game, I believe, is soon to come out of Alpha here really soon, actually. Uh, that game, that game, I expected more out of that to be honest. But we're not, we're not really here to talk about Session. You know, maybe I'll save that for uh, a later episode when it fully releases. Because I do own Session, so I can give you guys maybe like, my review of it and all that. But anyway, that's the whole like idea behind Skate Four and uh, what I noticed with it. And I'm really excited for that game, man, because we really need a good community-driven skate game that everybody can enjoy and i know skater xl is kind of the thing that's holding it together right now but i think skate 4 is just gonna just because it's it's a it's an established franchise and people know what to expect from it right so i'm looking forward to that uh another thing that i wanted to talk about was rockstar okay rockstar games they announced uh i think it was just a few days ago now they announced that red the red dead redemption which i didn't even know that this was in the works but they have scrapped the idea to remaster the original red dead redemption which i know for anybody that has played red dead redemption 2 even in the online that the entire original map is in the red dead redemption 2 map the entire thing right so when the game first came out that led me to believe oh bro like are they gonna are we gonna get red dead redemption as a dlc or something right because they have the entirety of the map already in there well it turns out that there was something in the works for remastering the original red dead redemption now i don't know if it was going to be its own standalone thing or if it was going to be something that they added to red dead redemption 2 but either way i'm sad to see that that idea has been just scrapped i don't know how far along in development it was or anything like that but that was kind of one of those things that i was a little disappointed in and then the same news for grand theft auto 4 which i'm not necessarily you know upset about that one it would be nice to have a more updated version of grand theft auto 4 but i mean let's be honest they're rocks are so focused on grand theft auto 5 that it's like you know there's they're literally showing no love to really anything else you had the failure of that trilogy that just got released, that GTA trilogy. Uh, th so that flopped. Uh, you could say that Red Dead Redemption 2, at least in the online aspect of things, has flopped because they're just so focused, which they have said that, that they're so focused on GTA 5 because GTA 5 does so much for them that it's kind of dumb for them to not focus on anything else. So I can't really blame them for that. And that's more of the community's fault, to be honest, than the developer's fault. The developers are just going with what works. GTA 5, right now, that's what's working. So that's what they're going for. I would love to see more out of Red Dead Redemption 2. So much more, because I think that that game is criminally underrated, but it just lacks content, right? So, you know, I can't blame people for not playing it or have an interest in it, because it's like, okay, like you know like what 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 can you do right so going along with that red dead redemption and gta 5 right they're rockstar games but 
it's take two. Hold on, let me let me fact check myself here on this actually. Uh, take two, I believe. Yeah, okay, so this is a new story today, actually. So, there, there was this modder, okay? So, like, game modding. Take-Two is, like, Grand Theft Auto and, like, Kerbal Space Program, L.A. Nor, pretty much, like, all the Rockstar products, and there are other games as well. I think Take-Two did, uh... Oh, I'm trying to remember. They've done a... There's a lot that Take-Two's got their hands in. But... They are taking a whole like DMCA approach for this modder who has done VR mods for games like Grand Theft Auto V and Red Dead Redemption 2. Now me, I'm not into the VR games yet, like I'm not into that, so it doesn't hurt me at all, but I feel like going after modders of your game hurts you as a developer, right? Obviously Rockstar being this huge thing and Take-Two being even bigger, but, like, Rockstar being who they are, they can get away with that, but you have, you know, companies like Bohemia that are all for modders, right? They're like, yeah, go for it. You want to mod our games? Sure, make it better. Uh, Project Zomboid, if you guys know, you want to talk about a really underrated game? That game, extremely underrated. That game... The developers and publishers behind that absolutely love their game being modded. And to me, modding is something that can increase the game's longevity. And that's, that's what we're seeing exactly with Project Zomboid. It's one of those games that as the, the team develops and the, the development team grows and they're able to put things out faster while they're in that development stage, the community can add more that they want to see and it can even help the developers guide the game into a direction that they want to see. So anyway, with me kind of rambling on about this whole VR, you know, modding, DMCA, you know, almost, almost a lawsuit at this point, it's kind of like, man... I would love to see these bigger companies to maybe take their foot off of things a little bit and be more lenient and allow these community members for their game to mod their game and make it better. Because when GTA 5 came out, people were wanting to mod it and they were going through and banning people for it. Modding, I get there's bad things that can happen with modding, I get it. But I'm not talking about that kind of modding. I'm talking about your gameplay enhancement mods. I'm talking about people who take the time to make a VR version of your game. What's, what's so wrong about that? Unless you're planning on doing that yourself and you don't want to have that competition where it's like, okay, you drop this DLC that is a VR mod or whatever and it turns out that yours was not as good as that modder's, so you have that, almost that competition where people are like, oh, but this modder made this, you know, it's better than the actual developing, you know, that sort of thing, because that could very easily happen, right? So, I mean, and I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't see why they're so against the idea of something like that. Like, I, I threw out a couple of games, you know, that allow for mod support. Project Zomboid, major, major mod support, by the way. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm i not a developer, so I don't, I guess, necessarily understand it from their perspective. But from a consumer's perspective, 
games that allow you to mod it just make it so much better the experience is so much better and it's not that i don't like your product therefore i mod your product it's that i like your product so much that i want to see more in it that you might not be able to as a developer add to your game and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that so it doesn't make me hate your game you know if that, it, i don't know if that makes sense I, I don't know i might be you know just blowing smoke there but uh, I, I say open it up, man. Open it up more. Allow allow people to develop these cool features that you might not be able to develop for your game itself, right? So speaking of modding, so I have, as a content creator, you have games that you don't create content for. There are games that you play. There are certain titles that you enjoy playing and you do on your own time whether you know like it, it's offline and you're hanging out with some friends or you're at a party or wherever you know you're at you're somewhere you know you're just not creating content and you take the time to enjoy those games for me some of those are sports titles right uh, i have had stints where i do make content on sports titles but for the most part i leave those for kind of just myself to kind of just chill i'm rendering a video uploading a video even i can't really create content um or it's my day off or something you know what i mean i spend time playing that you know that stuff so speaking of that sports titles is a is it something that i try to mod the best that i can because there's not a lot out there for them just to improve them a little bit especially being a pc gamer myself a pc master race anyway you have the advantage being on PC that you can mod a lot easier at least. And PC kind of gets shafted. The PC community when it comes to sports games, anytime that there's a new generation of consoles that come out, it takes them several years almost to the point that the that current gen is obsolete and then that quote-unquote next gen becomes the current gen. Uh, it almost takes up until about that point, which is usually about four or five years, that PC finally gets that new version of that sports title, right? And these sports titles come out every single year, whether it's FIFA, whether it's Madden, whether it's NBA 2K, it does not matter the game title. I mean, shoot, NHL and UFC games, those aren't even on PC at all right mlb the show not even on pc at all maybe some of you guys that are listening can i don't know help me understand this is a topic that i i tend to talk about a lot just in my own life and you know maybe on my stream or something like that my live stream i don't get it i don't understand why the pc community gets shafted so much now i do understand that it's not the PC community for sports games isn't as big, but it's kind of like one of those double-edged swords that it's not as big because they kind of get shafted all the time, right? And you use a gamepad. Sorry, I, I use the term gamepad. A controller, right? On PC to play those sports games, you don't use keyboard and mouse. I mean, some of them might be able to be played with keyboard and mouse, but you're not going to get the maximum gameplay out of it by using a keyboard and mouse versus a controller. So we use the same like inputs that 
console players use, right? So I don't understand why things are so difficult there. And also, most of the time, gamers in the PC world, I, w- I would say your average gamer on PC probably has just as good of a rig as these next-gen consoles do, right? So I don't understand why it takes them years and years and years and years to give PC access. Is it something that they want... I don't know, like, do they want to push console sales more? Do they... uh, Is there a business side of this thing that I don't understand? I don't know. I'm just... I guess I'm just so confused by that. It just doesn't make sense to me. And on top of that... Why are they not cross-play, right? That, I feel like that could eliminate everything altogether. A lot of games are going cross-play now. Like, a lot of games are going cross-play. And, and we have Fortnite, really, to thank for that. Fortnite was one of the major ones that was like, yeah, PC and console, let, let's have them game together. And now you're seeing that in a lot of games that come out, which I think it was even still... It should have happened way sooner than it actually did, but... At least it's happened now, but I don't understand why sports games are not having that. Because it's not, I don't know, it's not like you're having a big difference of things. And I'm not a developer, like I said before. I don't understand the developer side completely. I just understand from the confused consumer side of things. where I'm just like, oh, but just make it like this, you know? Or just do this with it, right? Anyway... So that's kind of like my thoughts on the sports games. And I think it would be healthy for these developers to break these contracts where they have to release a new version of the same game year after year after year after year. I think Call of Duty finally has broken that cycle. And I think it's going to be healthy that it breaks that cycle. I think it's going to make the games better. It's going to give them more time. I mean, shoot, with Madden, you had people freaking out, and I think it was in Madden 21, you had Madden 19 banners up in the place, which, as I said before, with the skate gameplay trailer that we saw, you can you reuse assets, that's fine, there's nothing wrong with that, if they work, they work, but these sports titles are at the point now where you're not having these major jumps that happen, Before, it was, like, maybe every other year, you know? Like, maybe you have, like, a big gameplay jump where something big is added to the game. But now we're kind of at the point where it's, you know, three, four years go by, and nothing new. It's very minor things that are changed about the game, and mainly it's just, like, roster updates and maybe more fidelity in the uniforms or something. You know, like, it's it's nothing really to write home about that you have to pay $60, $70 every single year for. And I know so many people that will skip, you know, they'll do every other year. Or maybe they'll even do every third year. So it makes me wonder how they're able to keep these contracts going where they, you know, make a new game every single year. And the game being virtually the same exact thing. For me, with 2K, um, I usually find myself playing it during the summer, like NBA 2K for some reason. I don't know why, but I it just seems to be the time of year that I gravitate towards playing it. And I don't have 22. I didn't plan on getting 21, but it was free on Epic Games. So I downloaded it, you know, I threw it in my library, because why not? Um, 
20 I think I had gifted to me by a friend who wanted to play with me on PC. So I haven't even bought a basketball game since 19 came out. And the same thing with um like w with Madden, right? Madden is a game that a sports title that I have been really interested in here since it's come back to PC, which came out the same year Madden 19 came out. First time on PC in a long time. And it had issues. And Madden is a very animation-based game and not a very physics-based game, which is something that I really enjoy about sports games is when they're more physics-oriented rather than animation because I feel like I have more control over the game, right? Um, and, I mean, there's pros and cons to both, but I think the less animations you have, the better, right? Because you're not as restricted. You're not. It's not like, okay, you threw a deep ball to a receiver and it's kind of like a... A 50-50 on what animation you get determines on whether or not, you know, your guy catches the ball or the defender catches the ball or the other way around, you know? So it's one of those things that I would just prefer physics to be, you know, implemented. And this this last year, Madden 22, I believe it was, they were adding the whole, like, new next-gen stats and gameplay and the, the new on-field system and all that. It looked really cool. Turns out, you know, PC not getting next-gen features. It's like, man, that sucks, you know. But okay, you know, we'll wait one more year and then we'll probably have it, right? Well, they just recently announced, you know, everything that's going to be going on. And uh, turns out, PC's not getting the next-gen features again. And I'm like, bro, are you serious? Like, why, why is PC not getting this love with the sports game? Like, maybe, you know, one year, the first year for next-gen? Okay, I get it, maybe. And then the second year, I'm a lot less understanding of it that second year. But, you know, I still kind of get a bit, like, at three years? Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> like really? Why? Why? I don't understand. I, like, even at the second year, I'm really kind of like, bro, it should be on PC. Right? Because another thing that, another advantage that PC has is graphical settings, right? So even if you don't have a rig that can handle, one, that's your fault for buying a game that your PC can't support, so you're wasting your money. That's not their fault that you decided to buy a game that you can't run. But two, we have the option to lower graphics, right? So let, you know, like, let, let us do that. And then that's again this is another feature where modders come into play where modders can optimize the game better for you. You ever heard of Minecraft? You ever heard of Optifine for Minecraft? Optifine gives you a massive boost in FPS because Optifine guess what? In the name optimizes the game, right? It makes it run better, right? So again that's another thing about modding that makes games better. So please let your community mod your game, man. But yeah, dude, just talking about, you know, the whole next gen and, and PC getting shafted with that. It's, I, I, I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. I, I want to play your new features so bad. Like, I speak, I'm speaking mainly about Madden simply because that's been the sports game of choice for me here over the last few years. But I just don't, I, it's like, oh, man, like, we're still on what is considered like current gen so you're we're still playing on things that were designed and built on a system 
almost 10 years old now. I think 2013, right? 2014. So you're talking eight years, nine years. PC is still on that platform. Man, like you're joking, right? And then by the time next year rolls around, we're going to be, you know, nine, 10 years on it. Hopefully, I'm hoping next year we get it because I would have loved to have it for 23. And if you go on Reddit, which I'm not really a Redditor, but, you know, occasionally I'll find myself on Reddit maybe looking for information on something. The Madden community, specifically the modding community, they have talked about one of the major modders of the community said that he's not even going to invest into 23. He's not even going to worry about it. He's not going to get it, which could be a good thing in terms of modding. It could be like how WWE 2K19 was. The 20 flopped with that game, right? It was the worst. Hardly anybody got it because it just was unfinished and it was a sloppy mess and i can't even blame the developers for that because there was things that were out of their control that happened that year so it was just lucky we were lucky that we even got a game but 19 was good 19 was solid so we didn't necessarily even need 20 and then they decided to take the next year off 21 off so there was no game no sim wrestling game that came out in 21 and we just got the new one in 22 right well, during that time off, the modding community went berserk in a good way. And the developers let them do it. What you, you literally, for me, I had almost a completely different game by the time 22 came out. So I had more than tripled my roster, right? Arenas, arenas that I didn't use, just replaced them with ones that I would use whether it's from a different company or whatever. My menu screen was different, you know? I had new renders, literally everything. New game modes even. It was wild. And that's what can happen with the modding community. And I don't know, maybe these bigger companies look at it and go, well, if the modding gets too good, then people are going to just mod older versions of our game rather than playing our game, like our newer ones or something like that. Well, maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe it pressures them and puts them on there where it's like, okay, they're going to... It Maybe it forces their hand. It, it maybe makes them make a better game because these, these rinse and repeat games are kind of ridiculous. And as a consumer, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm really tired of seeing these rinse and repeat. That's why I haven't bought an NBA 2K game since 19. I didn't plan on buying 22 with Madden. But I ended up buying it at a very, very low, low price. So it, it almost didn't even cost me anything, right? These sports games just aren't even really that worth it anymore. And I know it doesn't help that you've got these people that are playing, you know, these ultimate team game modes that spend thousands and thousands of dollars. Kind of hurts the community more because the developers look and go, this is our money making game mode, so we're going to spend time on that. You know, it is what it is unfortunate that that's the environment that we're in and I, I can't necessarily blame the developers because they're doing the business move they're making money 
but I think there needs to be a little bit of a balance in their community and their money making, which I understand is not necessarily the dev the devs' fault. That's more publishers' fault, and that's unfortunate. But that's what we got to deal with, right? I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it's bad when you've got people that are going back and playing a game from 2005 and modding the heck out of that game and playing that over a game that comes out 18 years later. You know what I mean? 15 years later. It's wild. To me, that says something negative about your game and the process and the state that it's in. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about NFL 2K5. Arguably one of the best sports games to have ever been made. You can say what you want, but that game is incredible, even still today, which is why people are willing to mod it, update the rosters, the uniforms, the fans, the you know arenas, everything, and play that instead of you know these new titles that are coming out. But going along the whole topic of, you know, PC community getting shafted with sports games is that, you know, we don't have a baseball game. We do not, I mean, we have things like out of the park baseball, which is like your uber super sim type of game. You know, we've got super mega baseball, which is really good game, by the way. I do own both two and three. Really good game, but it's not sim, you know, it's not... MLB the show, right? Which, hot take here, I preferred uh, 2K's MLB over the show. And maybe I'll save this topic for another time, but don't get me started on Monopolies, man. (laughs) Don't get me started on Monopolies. Shout out to FIFA splitting with EA. Hopefully that'll help. But, I don't know, man. I'm just like... Some of these old, they they need to go back in time a little bit with some of these sports games and bring back some things that people really loved and people really enjoyed about their games. Speaking of going back in time, talking about NBA 2K, NBA 2K is bringing back because the year 23, so they're bringing back Jordan on the cover and they're bringing back, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the reports were that they're the Jordan showcases and stuff like that coming back which is cool and all and that i know that's something that a lot of people loved and 2k11 was a really good nba 2k but i have a feeling that pc is going to get shafted with the new nba 2k again i did see screenshots of jordan michael jordan he did not look great i'm gonna be honest he did not look the best or the standard that is a 2023 video game. It looks good. But I'm like, man, I don't know. Also, I believe I saw something about him being the first uh, overall 100 in a NBA 2K game ever. I did see people saying that uh, Shaquille O'Neal back in like 2002 or something like that had a perfect rating. But it was still a 99. It was not a 100 overall. But that also kind of scares me. I kind of think, what does this mean now that 99 is not the max and now that you you can go up to 100? Are we going to start seeing 
101 102 you know are we going to start seeing them pushing the limits of what the max overall is in years to come i don't know i don't know that could be a slippery slope if they're not careful i hope they just keep it at the maybe one player or maybe a historic player a, a game is at like 100 maybe a cover athlete legend edition that person's a 100 or something like that i, I don't know i'm just thinking you know maybe a little creative creatively creative that's not that's not a word right i'm just thinking a little outside the box you know i'm being a little creative with it but on the topic of sports games it seems to be kind of like the mo of this this episode uh ea has a pga game that's in the works i think it got delayed though i did pick up pga 2k 21 because i had not played a golf game and i don't know how long and golf is a sport that really anybody can watch and understand it's not that complex it's a very technical sport but as far as like the concepts of the sport it's not very complicated right it's you have weird stick you hit ball as many times as you can until it goes in the hole done right the fewer times you hit the ball the better right pretty simple concept right it's easy to follow and it's one player you know, that you just playing solo. Your score is added up to other people's score to determine where you finish, but it's just you on the course, and that's it. So it's pretty simple, right? So I had a great time playing that game. That game's a really solid one to play. But I think kind of talking about the Monopoly, I don't want to get into it because this episode will be 15 hours long if I start talking about too many big topics. Like, sports games topics and the yearly release, that's a big topic for me, right? So, that's kind of how this episode is, you know, I guess just being focused on just the one topic uh, of that. But I think having EA and 2K competing for, you know, the golf, you know, rights, I think it competition's healthy. It makes them make better games because they have to, that year, they have to make a better game than their rival right i don't know if you guys remember when 2k and ea had their hand in every sports game you had mlb the show you had mlb 2k you had nba 2k you had uh, nba live you had madden and you had nfl 2k right you had the competition and then you know 2k got nba and then ea got madden EA got a majority of the games, to be honest. You know, EA, I believe, had the Tiger Woods PGA games. EA has NHL. And EA has baseball. MLB. I think it's good to have competition. Let 2K back in. I think NFL and EA actually just renewed their NFL exclusive rights thing or something like that which is disappointing but we now have other leagues out there for football at least american football we have the usfl you know the xfl is going to come back you know there's the the cfl right so we're getting more leagues out there so maybe we'll start seeing you know ea might pick up usfl or uh, 2k sorry 2k might pick up usfl we might get a usfl game or we might get a CFL game, or maybe a little bit of a mix of one. 
Oh, I totally forgot about this, but NCAA football is coming back. I would assume that basketball will be right behind it, but that's cool. I always liked that. The idea of being able to play that year's NCAA game, which they kind of put it into the, the, the pro version of the games that you know came out. So like NFL, you would have a in the story mode or whatever, you're my player, my career. You would have a little bit of a college run maybe eight games at most, you know, to kind of, like, get your character a little developed and and see where you go in the pros. But I think it's better to have a standalone game. I think it's cool to, you know, get NCAA. You play a full experience, four-year college experience, and then you can import that save file or whatever into that year's pro title. And then your character is there already, so you don't start it like a 60 overhaul. You know what I mean? Like, you can actually spend four seasons developing. Oh, can I, can I say something real quick about a feature that I would love to come back in sports games? And, okay, so I got FIFA 21, right? I don't have FIFA 22, but this happened to my player in uh, FIFA, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever because it's something that's very real and that happens, Right? And I know a lot of the game modes, like the, the career game modes, aren't the big money makers. It's not some, but it's something that I love to do because I don't like playing sports games online because they're just so cheesy, right? They're so cheesy. It's all about what plays work or what animations are best or the quickest or what, you know what I mean? The most efficient. And I don't like that there's a meta like that in sports games. I like a very sim oriented experience. So I like the career modes a lot i like injuries i want there to be a chance i want my player to get injured right even even if you have the slight chance of a major career changing injury where i don't know you have a major knee injury right and that limits your overall right so maybe you know when you first start your career you could max out at 99 right that's end goal that's end game be the best be in 99 overall but say you have a major knee injury it lowers your maybe potential to a 93 you know you could only get up to a 93 overall you know something like that but then maybe have the option to turn off major injuries like that you know it's the little things that make these games go a long way but i had an injury that knocked me out in FIFA in my second season. I had an injury that knocked me out for like eight months. And I thought that was cool. It sucked, obviously, because it's like, oh, you got injured. But, you know, like, I think that that's cool. And that was a thing that used to happen in in all the sports games. And they don't happen like that. Like, how do I play Madden? And I play their joke of a career mode but i play a full you know 15 year career as like a linebacker or something and i never get hurt i play every single game you know like it just doesn't make any sense i play a halfback and i you know i get beat up all the time but i'm never hurt it just doesn't make any sense right it's a feature that i think would be cool to be added but i mean you know we got to deal with what we got it's we can complain all day long or whatever, but we at the end of the day, we still got to be thankful that we even have the opportunity to, you know, have that experience for those of us that can't, you know, be a professional sports athlete or whatever, you know? 
I, I think it's 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 still fun and i'm thankful for gaming every day because i mean obviously i make content on video games almost every day right so i mean it, it is what it is so if you guys also by the way i want to touch on this real quick just a little plug if you guys have things that you want to hear me talk about i do plan on making an episode every single week for the time being and then obviously i'll let you guys know via twitter uh if i don't know like there's going to be an issue with that week's episode or we're not going to be able to do that week's episode or whatever which i highly doubt that'll happen I'll let you guys know there, but you guys can always tweet at me at Mewing Llama, so feel free to go for that. Um, you can use the hashtag. Um, we gotta come up with one hashtag Full Tilt Pod. How about that? You can use that hashtag, and it'll allow me to search things. If you guys have questions, uh, if you guys have things that you want me to talk about, or you can even at me in things. It's like, hey. Hey Dallas, did you see this, you know, I don't know, uh, this game got delayed, or did you see the announcement about this, or did you see the update about this game, or this, you know, you know, this trade that happened, or, the, you know, this, you know, album that came out, you know, any, anything, uh, basically out of the four topics that I mentioned at the beginning, right, so feel free, hashtag full tilt pod, uh, or just my at at Mewing Llama, you know, tag me and stuff. Let me know. I want to bring you guys in on this stuff, right? I want to be able to talk about stuff with you guys that you guys are interested in and that you guys want to hear about, right? Also, feel free to tell me if you agreed and disagreed with some of the takes that I had because I know I, I have some pretty hot takes sometimes and uh, I have some pretty good takes sometimes. I also have some pretty bad takes. So, you know, let me know what you guys think about it. But I think it's a pretty good point for us to wrap up this pilot episode. So if you're still listening up to this point, I appreciate you taking the time to chill with me today and listen to, you know, mainly the topic of yearly release titles and sports titles and how I feel about them and how I would like them to, to change. I feel like, you know, going from yearly to every other year at least would help i feel like every third year would probably be optimal but every other is probably what's likely to happen but i can talk all day long so this has been a project that's been well overdue so i appreciate you guys also one final note if you guys would like me to have anybody on feel free to at me about them tag us both be like hey at Mewing Llama, I would love to see at such and such on, you know, the full tilt pod, you know, make it happen or, you know, you know something like that, right? Just, you know, like, let me know, uh, let them know, uh, you know, tell them, bro, you know, see if you can get on the full tilt pod, you know, I'd love, I'd love to have guests on here, you know, I don't want it to be just a me podcast every week. I mean, I don't mind it being just me because I can sit and ramble about nothing all day long. <laughs> Those of you guys who know me already know that, but, you know, the final little thing there that, you know, I wanted to talk about was, you know, bringing guests on. And if you want to be a guest, feel free, you know, throw your name in the hat. Be like, hey, I would love to be a part of an episode. Bring in your take, your side of things, your perspective, different perspectives. It's always a good thing. 
But with uh, all that being said, once again, I'd like to thank you guys so much for being here and listening and taking the time out of your day to listen to me ramble about stuff, all right? Appreciate you guys. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And I look forward to next week's episode and being able to talk more, you know, nonsense with you guys. Appreciate you guys. I'll see you guys next time.